Hello and welcome to the next episode of The Podcast, a cannabis podcast for budding enthusiasts. This episode was brought to you by our newest sponsor, Seeds Here Now. For all the best breeders at the best prices and your only guarantee on satisfaction, not just germination, check them out. As well as 420 Australia and Organic Gardening Solutions, your one-stop shop for lifestyle and gardening needs. This episode, we're live at you from the Emerald Cup. Sadly, there's a lot of noise. I'm sure you'll hear. I've tried my best to minimize it for you. At times, it sounds a little weird. That's just me trying to minimize the background noises. Also, during the later half of the second MAD interview, you can hear my microphone starts to literally just die. Sorry about that. I still think it's really good and worth listening to. Hope everyone enjoys. We'll oh, see you. yeah. Oh, nice. Actually, Raffles and I were doing a really good auction now, though. Okay. Um, and they'll both be both online. One will be the, the full meal deal. The other one will be the second pack. But yep. uh, it'll be a pack from all my breeders here, all signed. Wow. And then a hat from the Emerald Cup, the official hat, all signed yep. by all the breeders here. And then, um, like, the other merchandise, they've given me, like, a guy's shirt from uh, Swamp Donkey, you know, a couple other guys who give me shirts and stuff. And so we'll just auction off that whole thing, the whole package, like, in case you missed it, in case you weren't here. Yeah. You get a hat, you get everything signed, you get packs signed, so they're verified, and um, all that money then we'll turn over to Emerald Cup and give to them to donate back to the fire victims. And they've got a couple of funds they work with, and so it was, uh, I was here when that actually happened, and so I was, wow, it, was, it was devastating, yeah. Yeah. And they hurt the area, and uh, uh, nobody had any time to do anything. That was the stuff. Those moved so fast. And Cal Fire, they're, they're the best. They are the best. Um, I went to my mom's house, and on the way... They had a fire, and on the way you could see houses that were dotted here and there between the fire, where Cal Fire had a chance to fight them. But here, it came so quick, so fast, they didn't have 70 mile per hour winds, they didn't have a chance to stop it. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been uh, just ripped through the landscape here. You see it, and it's like some houses are totally destroyed, some are relatively unaffected. I mean, when you jump a seven-lane a seven lane highway, <laughs> that's, some that's some powerful winds. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, go on. I mean, not to mention the own, its own, uh, its own weather the fire yeah. So, I mean, if we just change focus to the Emerald Cup itself, what's caught your eye this year, most notably? Uh, most notably, I would have to say, uh, overall, from, from a standpoint, standpoint, they've tightened it up a little bit. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, of course, if I have a golf car we have access to, it's been easier for my guys to get in and out. Uh, the breeders, that's always good for them. Some of them get a little bit older. You know, as I work with the original guys, the original guys might be older these days. And so, if we can get them back in, in and out with a uh, with golf cart, makes like Mad Farmer, for example. We get him in and out. It makes, makes it easier for him. Um, as far as gear goes, I gotta say, and I, and I, and I called it uh, Duke uh, Duke Diamond Dominion Seed Company. He's got he's had the the hottest stuff, and I, I knew he would. I, when, when I get phone calls like prior to the Emerald Cup, and they're like, "So I hope I can get in there, but if I can't, would you stop by a booth and grab me this, this, and this?" And it's like, okay, you know, you get a couple of those, and it's all the same guy. It's like, well, there's your hot guy of the stuff, but. He knows, he, he knows his gear. And one of the really cool things I saw yesterday was uh, him and Archive talking. And I was like, oh, no, this is this can end well, this can end bad. Because Archive has gotten, like, if you will, he's gotten, like, the weed curse, if you if you will. He's he's now allergic to cannabis. He's worked with it so much that he's allergic to where he can't grow in his house. He can't be in the stores with it generally. Like, he's built up this this allergy to it. And it's like, oh, my God, that'd be a curse, you know. Especially if you're so passionate about something and then 
to have a you know be a, you know give you make you break out. Uh, but I saw him at Duke's bowl, Duke's booth actually smoking bowls, and they were smoking and they'd spit it out and smoke it and t- try another one. And he tried must try like ten or fifteen, but it was just all positive, positive back and forth. He's from Virginia, Duke's from Virginia, so it was cool. And Duke said he said a lot of good things, but um, they're both they both have rare cuts and they both have a library that's true and tried and true. So that's also really cool. So the uh, the dosy skunk, something we can look forward to. Uh, quite possibly. Uh, as, as I'm brokeraging for both of them, that's I can obviously keep tracks of the numbers, and it's easy to split something like that up. But depends on, you know, it's, it's up to each breather. I, I, I can suggest things, and I like suggesting things, but I get told, you know, it's just suggestions. The breeders do what they, what they do, and I'm just a suggestion guy. Something I'm working on, too, currently is, is protecting my guys' work. They're, we're working on trademarking and licensing deals right now because how can I help my guys get in all 50 states when I get those go national how can I help them protect their brand protect their work because I'll have I'll see it I'll see it every day a uh, uh, dispensary buys a 10-pack finds a female cuts clones I'm like well did you did you flower it at least did you pheno hunt through 50 of them no you took a 10-pack well I, and, and I got good breeders I hope that they got you know you picked a great one out of the, out of the first 10-pack but to do him justice, you probably should have ran 50 or 100, or you probably should have got as cool as his okay before you start cutting clones or something or flowered it yourself. And so if I can get licensing deals agreements going, then you know if you're buying Tangy or, 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 or Grease Monkey, you know it's certified, you know it came from Exotic, you know it's his thing, and you're not going to have any issues with it. So that's something I'm working on, and that way we can, they can have licensing in all 50 states, and it can scale up, and um, it's something that can work. So. Yeah, okay. So when can we expect the obsolete drop to hit the live site? So the, the obsolete drop is currently, uh, it dropped uh, on Saturday. So it's up, it's up now. Um, it's a shocker line. The shockers is a Zittles male crossed with a lemon tree. And so it's really smelly. Uh, he, he, the Zittles, he says, he says, ah, oh, that Zittles plant's so rough to work with. It's, it's, it's all over the place. But he's like, damn, it smells good. <laughs> so he likes it so much, he says it breeds well. So he's uh, the whole shocker line. We've got Dream Shocker, Pineapple Jack Shocker, Sour Apple Shocker, um, Sherbert Shocker. Um, I've got that, and then uh, as far as the obsolete older gear, his uh, his uh, fruity pebble, his fruity pebbles, femstock, his fruity pebbles, uh, Irene crosses, some of his blue dot Irene crosses. Um, I got a whole bunch of that up, and that's going to be on the site say Wednesday. So uh, we're full restock of all his older gear as well as the shocker crosses. Killer. And so I think the question everyone wants to know is. If a seed company here can catch your eye, it should be catching their eye too. Have you seen anyone who you haven't seen before who's caught your eye? See, you always come with the good questions. I think you must do your research beforehand, for sure. Um, I've been very busy. Uh, I'm, I'm looking now more at heirloom stuff. And so I, I've uh, Emerald, I don't want to say their, their name wrong, but they're an Emerald something company um, using a black garlic male. Um, that we've hit him up before. I don't have a black garlic. We don't have one in my in my in my, in my arsenal. He's using it, and it's it's uh, it's unique to him. And so I don't have to worry about uh, you know your breeders getting into it. And um, he seems to be doing it for the right reasons. And so I'm looking forward to doing that one and, and getting him some promotion. A lot, there's a lot of good companies out there, and a lot of good guys are doing it for the right reasons. They just don't have the right promotion. We've we've told, like I said uh, on, your, on your on your other show, which thanks again. Uh, he was it was, it was good good feedback. We've had a lot of positive stuff on that. But um, we, we've told these guys for 20 years, stay in your you know don't tell anybody that you smoke for heaven for sakes or God forbid don't tell them that you breed weed. You know, and now we tell them no, come out, get a booth, put a sign up, sell them you sell things, and they're like ah. That's how you go to jail, you know. So, you know, or the other side of it, or you get packs in a, 
in a little crack baggie with a sharpie, and you don't know who to give credit to or what you bought, or it doesn't, it's not packaged correctly. So, you know, if I can find those guys and help them, like I said, pay back the guys to help pave the road that I now drive on, you know, and then they can make some money. Just like Mad Farmer, you know, get his stuff. Get his, we, we were happy to drop his stuff at, at the cup today. Uh, yesterday, we had a really good response from it. All the stuff sold out. People could come and sit with him. Um, he's the guy I definitely want to be. He's the type of guy I want to work with and be working for, you know, get his gear out, get his trademark stuff done, and, um, and on that note, I found out uh, another fun, interesting fact. So Duke uh, gave me some Urkel to give to Mad Farmer, and you know Duke is one of the uh, is one of my one of the best guys I work with. Very humble. He's like, I feel bad. I'm like, he's, he's Mad Farmer. He has it. He has it. I shouldn't be giving him flour. He has enough of his own flour. I said, actually, he's he, his last two runs have been seed crops, so he doesn't have any flour. So he he probably appreciate it. So I give it to him. The Mad Farmer. He, he he's he's like. He's a very, really, really nice guy. He's like, would Duke be offended if I told him if this, that this was not the Urkel cut? I said, no. I said, and I, th- I was thinking it was going to be bad. I said, no. I said, if it's not Urkel, tell him it's not Urkel because he, he'll want to know. He's like, he's like, I think it's something a little more special. He's like, I think this is the lavender. He's like, I think this is a little more rare. And this is the lavender before Soma got it in 88 and took it over. So I went and told, and, I, and he told me the story of how, how, why it was more special and where it came from. I went and told Duke. Duke told me his story of how he got it from a guy in NorCal that was trimming for, and that, he, that his, his boy promised only him and a guy in, v, in VA would have it. And he thought it was lavender, but didn't want to make sure, and t- or didn't want to say anything because everybody was calling it Urkel. But lavender and Urkel are sisters, and so they're going to be close in, in appearance. So I give it to Mad Farmer, and he's like, I'm 85, 90% sure that's a lavender, that's something more rare. So it's pretty cool to get it verified and vetted by the guy that would know. You know what I mean? I think so. It's it's it's, it's really cool. It goes to it goes to both those guys and their libraries and their humbleness and and just you know, it's just cool shit when that happens. Yeah, real time verification. So something you touched on earlier, the skittles or the zittles, however you want to say it, won first place last year. I think it's a little past four o'clock right now, so the results are out. But if you don't know, what do you think is going to win this year? I don't know. I think it's going to be something lemony. I think I think lemons are flavor. I think next year we you know we move to pineapples. I think we still want taste. Um, we're you know we don't we don't want smelly gas. I mean, so, uh, as far as dabbing, we're still in the big dab industry. I don't know what's going to win. I I uh, not a huge fan of the Zills in itself, so I'm not really sure. Um, that and I've got too many guys uh, 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 in it to pick one. So there's a lot of good uh, competition. You go look in this good seat hall. Sponsored by Seats here now. They've got a wonderful display. They uh, at the Emerald Cup they lay out all 600 entries. So you can go and look and be like, oh, I see. Okay, this is where this one judged higher than that one. So it's they're always up front here. So I, I like this event. It's been great. And so this is probably going to be a hard one for you to pick. Out of all of the guys you're repping, if you could just pick one pack of seeds, if you were just you know the average punter here today, you can only get one thing. What would you be gunning for personally? Uh, can't, it's hard to be biased. Like I said, you, you know, you always love all your kids. You know, you're, you're, you're all love them all equally. But uh, without question, I'd be in front of uh, Duke Diamond's line, and I'd be getting the uh, local skunk. Nice, good choice. I smell that one. It smells like real skunk. Yeah, it's got this local age cross, which you released the, the lineage of, which is a cuttlefish cross, which is extremely unique and rare. Um, his skunk is so Duke actually won the skunk of the year award this year. It's on his, it's on his, it's, it's on his desk. It's a skunk. Uh, it has a little sign that says Duke Diamond. So, and we haven't released it yet, but um, uh, for the breeder of the year, we'll have will be archived this year. So after the panel here at 5:30, after that panel, we'll present him with his award, and he wins uh, breeder of the year for the Dosi line. That was the hottest stuff sold. We we base it on packs sold, uh, feedback from customers, and uh, gear how how solid the gear is as far as customer feedback and returns and that kind of stuff. Um, 
he crushed it every time he released it. That was the thing was crazy when he had it. Um, everybody used it. It was the hottest thing going last year, so he wins this year for for that line. And and, and plus Fletcher uh, uh, Archive, he 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 started out doing orchids. So he's doing. I mean, that's he, he has passion for breeding. Um, he found out when he started working with cannabis. He, you know, orchids take three years to get results. Cannabis takes three months. So it's like, oh, it gives you a quicker fix. You understand better. So, um, so he, he's 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 a preservationist. Like he has probably 30 plants that are he doesn't want to cut down just because they're like he's got the willies, he's got this, he's got that. And they're great strains, but they're 12, 13 weeks, and people don't want them in today's production lines, but he can't kill them because he's a preservationist. So he just hauls them around and keeps them just to make sure that they're still around for other people in the future. So, I mean, well, it's no surprise. I do, in fact, have a pack of dosy dough from Fletcher in my bag. So there you go. Uh, any last comments, wrap up, any comments you want to make? No, just uh, definitely appreciate you coming out. It's definitely, uh, I know it's a long, long trip for you. Um, good. Uh, it was a good crop this year. The, the, the fires hurt, hurt a lot. Um, the help, it helped a lot. It hurt a lot of the community. All these people that came in today and helped the community, they're all spending money here and staying here, and it gives back. Um, we are going to, like I said, we are going to have the auction. Uh, stay tuned online for that. We're going to do them both. They'll be on uh, Cedaholics within uh, probably within two weeks. Everybody has enough time to go. We'll probably have a one-week auction. And all that money, 100% of it, I don't keep a dime, um, all that goes back to these folks and in the, in the area. So um, we're also giving a pack to uh, one of each pack will go to Hazel, the event coordinator, and one to Tim Blake. Because they put up with a, a lot of a lot of flack this year, needless to say, from from a, a different reporting agency. <laughs> yeah, yeah, goes without saying. Everyone get onto those auctions for a good cause. Definitely, like I said, uh, these guys can use it, and it should. It's a it's it's a pack from every breeder, all my breeders here, and, and a signed hat from all of them. So it's uh, it's pretty unique. Awesome, thanks for that one. Thank you very much. I appreciate doing it. Yeah, well, I am way sexier. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking facts. <laughs> Look at all this. Alrighty, so we're here, Emerald Cup 2017 with the Mad Brothers. So it doesn't really matter if you party anywhere. How has it been so far? It's been great, actually. It's, it's uh, We have a great group of guys over there and girls over there. So we've had a hell of a time. It's been a long weekend, but it's been a good weekend. Definitely exhausting. No voice lots of smoke but then a lot of good people meeting a lot of people just putting names to faces faces to names whatever it is so hey can never not come to these events that's the best part is actually putting the faces to the names when i tried it the other way around sometimes i can't hear their names and i just smile yes. and nod my head and i huh? guess because i'm not going to lean in and be on i do so that's, i'll I just come that. around like when you came to me i just came around the booth i was just like i'll come and talk to you <laughs> <Just cut along. laughs> yeah so a lot of people are walking around with some nice flowers has anyone been able to bring anything up to you that's impressed you yeah i've been impressed way more than i thought i would be i mean there's some great growers here you know but i was i was blown away by not just great flowers by some shit that shocked me quite a bit you know I didn't see absolutely anything worth shit. Did you really? That's just me being fucking honest there. I didn't see anything I would smoke. Dude, the best part about it is what I saw was the dudes that were bringing me the stuff from my own seeds. So that was like total, That's, you know. Yeah, see, but I didn't have, I had, how can I say this? Many of my followers really didn't show me flowers. I was so busy, I didn't get to sit down and like actually see stuff. Yeah. And then I was back and forth, back and forth. So the only flowers I seen were from that. 
people I don't know and they're all like hey check this out OG out and you're all it's really not an OG um, it's really terrible and it wasn't even like that it's old outdoor or that it's bad it was just shitty fucking weed like, you know how many purples I saw like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute doesn't yeah. it have to have some color though like, purple oh no it tastes like purple yeah. Okay. How does the flavor? How does the color purple taste? I don't know. I'm confused here. <laughs> it tastes delicious. I mean, it's an interesting point though, because Matt's kind of had the seeds out a little longer to have people to be able to bring him the flower. Yep. What do you think would be some of the first flowers you get brought in the next few months when people start to pop your seeds smelling? It's going to be the Dosi Do by Rainbow and the Skittles by Rainbow. Um, gelato by rainbow it's going to be a lot of different versions of the rainbow but the dosido rainbow by rainbow will be something that most people have really been super horny for because it's there's two parts rainbow in it so it's basically trying to get a rainbow back cross without giving people rainbow by rainbow i still think his rvk is his best work that's why i didn't release that because it's amazing it's an it's an so that's why i released hybrid seven thank you for doing that That's That's great. I did not ever release the RVK because I thought... I never wanted to let that one out. And I know it's like you're being a dick, but I put so much fucking work into that. I didn't want to put it out. I planned on us doing that. I planned on you working with it. That's why I offered you a cut or seeds, whatever you needed. I planned on working with the males, you know, and I wanted to go further. And that was my goal in doing that. It wasn't to be this giant dickhead that didn't give people the seeds that people presume that I am sometimes. It was that I wasn't finished. It's what it was. It was for me, but I wasn't finished for where it needed to go. And now it is. Now with the making into the rainbow, it's fucking finished. And that's why we're doing rainbow seats. So I heard from Matt Riot that uh, the sun, uh, the rainbow itself, takes very heavily after the uh, RBK. Mm-hmm. Would you say that? And for people who are wondering, how would you describe the rainbow in general? Like, what can they expect from it? Okay, so when you the rainbow on the structure, you're going to see the OGKB. Almost every one of them. Every once in a while, you'll pull out a little bit of the cherry tie look. That tie look, the li- I'm not going to say stringy, but just a little bit longer of a bud. It's still dense like an, like the, the OGKB and things like that. But RVK always takes center stage. She always comes out. Her, she adds this sweet candiness. And the best part about RVK, I didn't name that RVK when I made the strength. I named it Red Vine Kush after I grew it for years. And I was like, dude, We were smells- on the phone together. Yeah. And I was all, this smells and tastes like fucking licorice. licorice. It wasn't yeah. some fancy candy name like, oh, I'm going to cross this strain and this strain, and it's going to be named some bullshit dumb thing. We named it. I never named a strain. Remember what my yeah. strain names were? Yeah. It was the name of the fucking plant I used and the name of the plant I used. Zero name. It was genetic, yeah. genetic. Genetic, genetic. But That's then, what I did. It's the yeah, same thing exactly. I've always done. Then red vines just came out, and it was insane. And the funny part was I would tell people, like, I would say, so this comes off weird sometimes, but this is what I said. I was all, it's like total lady weed. And some of my male smokers would think that that meant that it was weak. That's not what I meant. No, because Ms. Mac can now smoke any motherfucker right now. Yeah, dude. And so I meant it because it's beautiful like a lady. It's sweet like a lady. Things like that. I didn't mean that it was weak, but people are just that way. And then one of my dudes would smoke a whole joint when they weren't used to it and they'd be passed out. They would literally like, dude, what is that? And then my wife's calling a date rape because I got fucked out last night. And she was like, why'd you want me to smoke that? You know, they're sleeping on the ground. So, so yeah, Red Vine is a special girl. She will come out eventually. She will. Um, 
I'm assuming. I don't know. We'll see. One day I say maybe I will, and then the next day I'm all like, I just want to keep hybrid and just keep working with it, working with her and him now because the boy is... That boy produced the rainbow, and rainbow is a special plant. It really, really is. That's why so. the RBK by RPJ. Yes. That's a special candy type. And then, yeah, it's going to be wild. But now we've got the RBK by Clementine. And what I'm curious about on that is how polar difference. The PJ and RBK, they're going to work well together. Yeah. The Clementine is so affy, so land racy, so old school, originally type strain. It's so just put you down and asleep. I want to see because the red vine has a little more stretch to her. She has that longness. Oh, yeah. She she's, a, play together. she's a freak. Yeah. I think so because the, the Clem is so short and compact and RVK likes to take off. Mm-hmm. You know, she does. She likes to grow OG style which is... Definitely. You know, I don't grow a whole lot of OGs, and I told him I won't do OGs, yep. and then... Years ago, that's what he said. He was all, I won't do OGs, and I was like, well, one of us fucking has to do OGs. <laughs> <laughs> so, guess who it was? It was clearly me. It wasn't going to be me. <laughs> yeah, I remember I had some Tahoe, a fucking Tahoe. I had six of them, and I was averaging over seven ounces of light, or seven ounces of plant. So I was getting, like, like 40 ounces under a 600 water, and I called you, and I was all, dude... That Tahoe gave me over three pounds on the 600, and you're all, but it's fucking OG. And I was all, yeah, but the people want my OGs, so I'm good. You know how many people are going to hate me now because yeah, of that? But that's a real story. That shit really happens. He hates OG. I don't like him. I don't, he, I don't like him. He oh. doesn't like OG, but I like so it's brothers. So the obvious question is then, when can we expect to see the Purple Urkel cross rainbow? I w- want to talk to him about it anyways, because it's going to be a match made in heaven. Whether he gets rainbow from me and works it from a male from my rainbow stock, or I use my personal male to his Urkel, we'll discuss that whenever he's, whenever we get to time. The beginning of the year is going to be really rough for me, but a few months in, I'll be good. That's what's nice with the RVK is I, I wanted to run through the line and the first female that I ran, I I considered keeping and, and, and working her. But I want the first female? I mean, I... I That's how those are. I couldn't, you know. The second one, I, I didn't. I couldn't turn down. The rainbow everybody sees is the first seed I popped to that line. Yeah. The rainbow that everyone sees that thinks that it's just this amazing strain. I was like, oh, that's the first seed. Yeah. And now that I've dug like 100 in, I'm seeing phenos that are just... Just obscene, just absolutely obscene. I wish I had more flower right now. But yeah, I know. when I harvest, it's not something that sits. Yeah, it's like the that's the and lavender never sits. <laughs> it never I sits. can never have enough. And the PJ's like that. So, so what can we expect next from both of you guys? We actually we're working with the Hogs Breath. Hogs Breath and Lemon Larry are our next two. Yeah, and actually we've got Lemon Larry by Clementine coming out in about three weeks. Okay, well, yeah. Afghan, yeah, we want to tone the Larry down because she grows. I mean, you can start her at six inches and she's still going to end up almost three feet, you know. And, and I mean, we nub the shit out of her and she still wants to, to stretch. So we wanted to back that up a little bit and the Clementine just does it perfectly. This is something I've been asking myself. I keep every male. I keep every male. And it's... It's hard because I want to rework Rainbow again. I want to rework my Mel again, but I really want to go back to my Red Vine, and I want to make a Red Vine female with uh, my Rainbow Mel. 
and then but the real thing is, is I want to go back to my red vine mill and I want to reinstitute him to a few different strains I want to bring him and see what else I can do with it so some red vine back crosses on it that's going to happen then this is why I was saying we might be seeing it in seed form because we will red vine by red vine is happening right now like she's already growing seeds yeah. so that's the way it is for us we've got larry and hog's breath that you're going to see hog's breath from us too hog's breath by pj and hog's breath by clementine because those are my two studs that i i know what i'm going to get i i know exactly what they're going to do with every you know with every female that we have and that's what makes that for me it's a no-brainer it's easy work yeah, you know it when it's that it's basically that much on paper for you and i got to stack it notebooks it's like fucking 12 inches deep of just charting yeah. just charting those it's weird i'll get calls and i'll be like hey let me go check my notes i'll scan back through and see what i did if i ever had an issue like that when people have some weird plant issue for some reason people feel comfortable that i'm a plant doctor so <laughs> my phone will never stop beeping because hey i'm in week 14 and my plants are turning like brown what's going on i so well they finished like five weeks ago i don't know man maybe you should probably have harvested them that's looking weird but no for me red vine is something that's very important i think it's uh it's important for me to finish where i started and uh to keep going i think that the last crosses with rainbow was done with those um i think those are a finished product i think they're beyond finished i think they're amazing um i will work to my rainbow female but my rainbow male is borderline being considered retired in my head in my head my rainbow male is being retired so that's what i've been talking about one thing i want to see though is a is a rvk by scdc yeah that would be awesome my rvk male is a beast he will he will sleep with that girl (laughs) he will give her sweet babies I've been meaning to tell you I want to, I yeah, want to work to do that. I think that would be great. So, I mean, you just kind of hinted at it. Is ACDC the CBD cut of choice you would use? SCDC, strawberry. Oh, my mistake. ACDC is the very Would you guys ever do CBD work? Yeah. He's, and we're getting into it because we've, we've, fuck, I can't say that. CBD's good, though. I got, man, you're far away. Well, I can't. I'm just stupid right now, actually. No, but we've, we've got an, a, a new circle of, of uh, some, some friends of ours that are uh, that are actual medical doctors. They're licensed doctors, and this is going to come out later on down probably this year. But we've got a group of licensed doctors that approached us on Friday night. My personal doctor, as a matter of fact, about joining forces and going true medical clout but producing finest quality because everybody's afraid when we go completely legal and prices are going to drop and the weed's going to become shit you know we, we can change that you know what I mean and with the right people on both sides working together instead of everybody butting heads and disagreeing we can do that and that's what Mrs. Matt and I will be working on in the future when did you make triple uh, lavender by triple wicked how many years ago was that Tita four five. Oh no, 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 that's a lot longer. Okay, so when he made Lavender by Triple Wicked, I was going through. Did you look at at least? Yeah, that's eight eight years yeah. ago. So I was dealing with colon cancer at the time, and I was having my colon removed. And uh, Lavender.
Lavender was my favorite. Well, I had got Lavender by Tripoli Wicked Seeds, and I was growing them, and they were really special, and I didn't throw away any of the males. And I had one male. I don't pick males. I let males pick me and tell me when to use them. And I used it, and I hit uh, a strain that I can't say the name for, for reasons. It was a CBD strain, and I have those, and I grow those. And what's funny is you find lavender phenos that test in less than 4% THC and 18 to 19% CBD. But it's absolutely amazing because it looks like lavender. It's purple like lavender. It has bag of pill like lavender. It tastes, smells like lavender. But it's medicinal as all get out. I, it's, but I did that a, a long time ago. And um, just nobody wanted it. Yeah. So I grew for me, like honest to God. When you tell me, it doesn't get you high in that way. I, I told don't. you, I know, and I would tell you, yeah, you would come down and I'd be all like, hey, let's try this, it doesn't get you high then. You're like, what do you mean? I like, it doesn't get you high. <laughs> but watch what happens to your body, because you'd be in a lot of pain. And you'd try it, you'd be all, I like that. And I was like, I know. Please, literally. So, and that's when we started, I really started pushing CBD on you for medicinal reasons and I was pushing it on myself it was almost at the exact same time I just fell in love with CBD at that point and uh, but CBD needs to be changed there's so much ugly CBD can I speak like honestly it's ugly flower yeah, it's, it's for flower, flower. Yeah, it doesn't have good flavor it doesn't have good smell now don't get me wrong there is some really good CBDs but that was my goal with CBD was to make it bag of it you know because your first thing you see is your eyes you see it So for us, obviously, we want to we want to bring the purples back, and we had a wicked clementine that, that tested 30.9%, the Rhode Island Cannabis All-Stars Cup, and one overall. So first purple to hit over 30%. Lab verified, you can see online. Um, that That's what my goal is, is to do that. I'm tired of seeing worked purple lines that they've thinned out so much. They're not even real purple lines year I answer something if allowed. I guarantee you this year I answer something. I will. And so what do you think is going to win the cup this year in terms of strains? Oh my god. I don't even know what was entered this year. Just like as in like general flavors. What do you think's hot at the moment? It depends on who the judges are honestly. Um, if it, it depends on who, who, who they kind of are looking for. You know what their specifics are. Their tastes and their flavors. Oh my, I would need to see them. I haven't seen them. I haven't seen anything yet. Um, but I think purples are coming back. I think that's where it's going. Hey, this year, is, since it's the outdoor, pretty much, is what the Emerald Cup is known for, I'm going to say something that's big. You know, something bold, something orange, something terpy, maybe a cherry something, maybe some cherry tie influence yeah. in there, maybe some orange citrus, Calio type, whatever. Huh. You want to call it Calio? Um, something along those lines, I think. And maybe it has a little modern twist with with a cookie because they do well outdoors and I know a lot of guys who grow them and outside they do get bigger buds because you get a full term plant and so I would say something along those lines so like an orange with a with a cookie or maybe a lemon with a cookie or even a blue with a cookie but something terps I think people want flavor yeah. and we're moving back to people want bubblegum people want blueberry people want these oranges they want their citruses they want they want that not just that same deep rich smoke like you have to have that strength you have to have that punch but you, they want something 
with it. And I think a lot of that's coming from all these vape pens that we see everybody using, every single yeah. person. A lot of those vape pens have added terpenes, and they change your your, your flavor profile. They well, too, another thing with that is is there's so many smokers now, the flavors are refined. People don't want to smoke. You know, I don't want to. What's green bud? I mean, like, we grew up on green bud. You know what I mean? We smoking kind back in the day. What you smoking, green bud? Oh, that's not brick. It's yeah, just... It's not really, fluffy. That yeah. In someone's backyard. Which was, was skunk. You know, most of the time, skunk in Northern Light. And people are so refined now. They need that. They need the the more expansive terps. You know, it's just the amount of processed garbage that we eat. Our mouths and our our taste buds and everything are so just beat up that you. I think that's why we accepted some mundane flavored strains because we can't taste anymore like this. I mean, I eat hot sauce on everything. I mean, I like sriracha. I am hot sauce. You know, like <laughs> I make a fried egg. It has it has tapatio on it. Like it, it truly does. I eat hot sauce on pizza. Like, Dude, that's where that's where my daughter got that from, huh? Yeah, that's. Uh, I like tapatio on eggs, and I like sriracha on sushi, so I eat a lot of that. But I don't think either of those are going to win the cup. Yeah, they're not. But if I could make a strain called a hot like sriracha, sriracha it would do well. Put a little good. on it, and get it was, the shit out. <laughs> and it was really spicy too. Yeah. Oh God. Bring out some spice. I don't know. I would, I, there's some things I have to not say on here. I'm sure. <laughs> Alrighty, I don't know if that other mic's working. I think it might have got bunged up. Um, so, final thoughts, shoutouts, comments. What do you think of the Emerald Cup? This was my first. This is the first time I've been out in public, really. Um, I, my picture's never even been taken. I've never done the event, so I, I, it's been great, you know? It's been an experience for me. Um, I want to give him a shout-out, this guy. Um, but the number one person I got to give a shout-out to is Mrs. Mad. People don't realize what she does that makes this circle of us work. Cause I do, I do not that much of the of the actual work. You know, she's kind of she's kind of the the one who makes everything go around for us. And a lot of people just don't understand what what she means to it. So she would have to be that for me for this year. For me, it's probably my tenth, eleventh event this year. I'm burnt out. I've been to every one of them. I've stomped on every piece of pavement and dirt in California. Um, not even to like whore myself out. I just go to smile and talk to people, really, um, because I am so weird and recluse. Then I've decided not to be. Um, but the people I'd like to thank is, of course, my brother. You know, um, it was really cool being within 50 feet of his booth and things. Uh, Matt Riot from Riot Seats, because I truly believe if it wasn't for Riot, I'd have never fucking even brought Rainbow to the market on this this way um, he really is the one who pushed me to put those seeds out there I didn't want to once again I was another strain that was going to go into some glass jars and be frozen or something and like that and he was going to call me and tell me about it and hounded me and hounded me until I came and tried it yeah it was it was like that um, my little brother Patrick because I mean the fucking kid slaves for me um, Ayla got to thank my daughter because she's named all the pony line the entire pony lines from a mind of a at time five-year-old child and she's an angel yeah. um, of course microblife hydroponics i mean i can't grow without them but it's not that they're like brett is like my friend like this kid the guy is like family biobiz for letting me be at the booth things like that and um that's about it you know what too since you did that you went down there james bean from seeds here now and jeff cassetta from seeds here now those dudes 
Hands down. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Because these men send me my nutrients buy a freight truck. And but I this product know, you use and, though. Well, yeah, dude, I know how much that costs them yeah. to send a freight to my house because they don't want me going somewhere to get it. That's what I'm saying. It. And it, I use it. I use it. But beyond that, it's just, I want to thank uh, just everybody for coming by my booth. Everybody for supporting me. All these Instagram messages. Everyone who has like said like, great job. Good job. I love your flower. I love what you're doing. Every one of them has just been amazing. I mean, that's the kind of shit that makes you smile. It's the kind of shit that, like, at the late at night, you read this message and you're like, like dude, look what this person just said. I was Especially like, it's, when you're having a miserable day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, it's, you know it's what, super man? rad. Oh, it's that's super awesome. rad. Of course, heavy days. <laughs> yeah, heavy days. I love that guy. <laughs> I mean, for it, making me do a fucking podcast, people was that completely uncomfortable. People with. that <laughs> haven't seen him, yeah. my God, he's yeah. sexy as fuck. Well, well, yeah, he's a surfing beaver. Yeah, <laughs> yes, he is. He's beautiful. Yeah, he truly he's is. a great white I hear shark this. to hate Justin Bieber. <laughs> Every time he comes walking by me, I hear that. I'm like, there's heavy days. Down here somewhere. He's here. I know. I know it. he's here. Fucking Ryan says I am a bearded David Arquette. So I'm gonna call heavy him. days. A surfing beaver. I don't want to tell you what they tell me that I am, because then I'll never not hear about it. Oh, no, you are pocket carp. You eat carp out of people's pockets. <laughs> that's, a, that's what you are. You eat freeze-dried fish out of people's pockets under a bridge. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, I think that one wraps it up for this year. All right, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. So there we have it. A big thank you to Mr. Bean and to the Mad Brothers. A big apology to everyone who I chat with at the Emerald Cup if the audio didn't turn up in this episode. Sadly, had some technical difficulties. We'll overcome them. We'll chat again soon. Don't worry. I love all you guys. Hope everyone enjoyed that one. A special big thanks to Seeds Here Now again, newest sponsor, as well as Team OGS and 420 Australia, your premier lifestyle and apparel store. Finally, big thank you to the Patreon gang. This one would have been just for you, but because there's the auction going on, I'm going to give it out to everyone. Make sure to bid on that auction. The Sonoma Fire Relief Fund could really use all the money it can get, and it's certainly a good cause. Stay tuned for some more content. We'll see you.